0: Happy Chanukah, and welcome back to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the whole Bible every year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna, and I'm your reader today. Today is Thursday, the 22nd of December, and on the Hebrew calendar it is the 28th of Kislev, and the fourth day of Chanukah. This week, our parasha, or portion from the Torah, is called Miketz, which means at the end. And today, we will read two sections from the Torah, the first one from our weekly parasha, and the second, a special reading that is read each Hanukkah So we will begin with Genesis 42, 19, through 43:15 Before we get into our readings let's first take a moment to bless God and thank him for his word Blessed are you Lord our God King of the universe who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his son Yeshua the Messiah our master If you are honest men, then let one of your brothers be bound in your prison, but you go, carry grain for the famine of your houses. Bring your youngest brother to me, so will your words be verified, and you will not die. They did so. Then they said to one another, We are certainly guilty concerning our brother, in that we saw the distress of his soul when he begged us, and we would not listen. Therefore this distress has come upon us. And Ruven answered them, saying, Did I not tell you, saying, Do not sin against the child, and you would not listen? Therefore also, behold, his blood is required. They did not know that Yosef understood them, for there was an interpreter between them. Then he turned himself away from them and wept, and he returned to them and spoke to them and took Shimon from among them and bound him before their eyes. And Yosef gave a command to fill their bags with grain and to restore each man's money into his sack and to give them food for the way. So it was done to them. They loaded their donkeys with their grain and departed from there. As one of them opened his sack to give his donkey food in the lodging place, he saw his money. Behold, it was in the mouth of his sack. He said to his brothers, My money is restored. Behold, it is in my sack. Their hearts failed them and they turned trembling to one another, saying, What is this that God has done to us? They came to Yaakov their father, to the land of Canaan, and told him all that had happened to them, saying, The man, the lord of the land, spoke roughly with us and took us for spies of the country. But we said to him, We are honest men. We are no spies. We are twelve brothers, sons of our father. One is no more, and the youngest is today with our father in the land of Canaan. The man, the lord of the land, said to us, By this I will know that you are honest men. Leave one of your brothers with me, and take grain for the famine of your houses, and go your way. Bring your youngest brother to me. Then I will know that you are not spies, but that you are honest men. So I will deliver your brother to you, and you shall trade in the land. As they emptied their sacks, behold, each man's bundle of money was in his sack. And when they and their father saw their bundles of money, they were afraid. Yaakov their father said to them, "'You have bereaved me of my children. "'Yosef is no more. "'Shimon is no more. "'And you want to take Benjamin away. "'All these things are against me.' "'Then Rovin spoke to his father, saying, "'Kill my two sons, if I do not bring him to you. "'Entrust him to my care, and I will bring him to you again.' "'He said, "'My son shall not go down with you.' for his brother is dead, and he only is left. If harm happens to him along the way in which you go, then you will bring down my gray hairs with sorrow to Sheol. Now the famine was severe in the land, and it came to pass, when they had eaten up the grain which they had brought out of Egypt, that their father said to them, Go again, buy us a little more food, Yehuda spoke to him, saying, The man solemnly warned us, saying, You shall not see my face unless your brother is with you. If you send our brother with us, we will go down and buy food. But if you do not send him, we will not go down. For the man said to us, You shall not see my face unless your brother is with you. Israel said, Why did you treat me so badly, telling the man that you had another brother? But they said, The man questioned us closely about ourselves and our relatives, saying, Is your father still alive? Have you another brother? We just answered his questions. Is there any way we could know that he would say, Bring your brother down? And Yehudah said to Israel, his father, Send the boy with me and we will get up and go, so that we may live and not die, both we and you, and also our little ones. I myself will be surety for him, from my hand will you require him. If I do not bring him to you and set him before you, then let me bear the blame forever. For if we had not delayed, surely we would have returned a second time by now. Their father, Israel, said to them, If it must be so, then do this. Take from the choice fruits of the land in your bags and carry down a present for the man, a little balm, a little honey, spices and myrrh, nuts and almonds, and take double money in your hand and take back the money that was returned in the mouth of your sacks. Perhaps it was an oversight, Take your brother also, get up, and return to the man. And may El Shaddai give you mercy before the man, that he may release to you your other brother and Binyamin. If I am bereaved of my children, I am bereaved. The men took that present, and they took double money in their hand, and Binyamin, and got up and went down to Egypt and stood before Yosef. That was Genesis or Bereshit, forty two nineteen through forty-three fifteen. And now our portion that is a special Hanukkah reading will be reading numbers seven, thirty through forty one. On the fourth day, Elitsu, the son of Shteu, Prince of the Children of Reuven, gave his offering one silver platter, the weight of which was one hundred thirty shekels, one silver bowl of seventy shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour, mixed with oil for a grain offering, one golden ladle of ten shekels full of incense, one young bull, one ram, one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two head of cattle, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old. This was the offering of Elihu, the son of Shedde'u. On the fifth day, Shlomiel, the son of Shadai prince of the children of Shimon, gave his offering. One silver platter, the weight of which was one hundred thirty shekels. One silver bowl of seventy shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary. Both of them full of fine flour, mixed with oil for a grain offering. One golden ladle of ten shekels, full of incense. One young bowl one ram, one male lamb, a year old, for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two head of cattle, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs, a year old. This was the offering of Shlomiel, the son of Tzuhi that was numbers seven thirty through forty one, and now our portion from the prophets today is Second Samuel chapter two. It happened after this that David inquired of the Lord, saying, "Shall I go up into any of the cities of Yehudah? The Lord said to him, "Go up." David said. Where shall I go up? And he said, To Hebron. So David went up there with his two wives, Achinoam the Jezreelitess, and Avigail, the wife of Naval the Carmelite. And David brought up his men who were with him, every man with his household, and they lived in the cities of Hebron. The men of Yehuda came. And there they anointed David king over the house of Yehuda. They told David, The men of Yavesh Gilad were those who buried Shaul. David sent messengers to the men of Yavesh and said to them, Blessed are you by the Lord, that you have shown this kindness to your Lord, to Shaul, and have buried him. Now may the Lord show loving kindness and truth to you. And I also will reward you for this kindness, because you have done this thing. Now therefore, let your hands be strong, and be valiant, for Shaul your Lord is dead. And also, the house of Yehudah have anointed me king over them. Now Avnil, the son of Ner, Captain of Shaul's army, had taken Ishbosheth, the son of Shaul, and brought him over to Machanaim. And he made him king over Gilad, and over the Asherites, and over Jezreel, and over Ephraim, and over Binyamin, and over all Israel. Ishbosheth, Shaul's son, was forty years old when he began to reign over Israel, and he reigned two years. But the house of Judah followed David. The time that David was king in Hebron over the house of Judah was seven years and six months. Now Avner, the son of Ner, and the servants of Ishbosheth the son of Shaul, went out from Machanaim to Givon. And Joab, the son of Zeruiah, and David's servants went out and met them by the pool of Givon. And they sat down the one on the one side of the pool and the other on the other side of the pool. And Avner said to Joab, Please, let the young men arise and play before us, Joab said. Let them arise. Then they arose and went over by number, twelve for Benjamin and for Ishbosheth, the son of Shaul, and twelve of David's servants. They each caught his opponent by the head, and thrust his sword into his fellow's side, so that they fell down together. Therefore, that place in Givon was called Chilkat Hatzurim. The battle was very severe that day, and Avner was beaten, and the men of Israel, before David's servants. The three sons of Teruah were there, Yoav, Avishai, and Asahel. And Asahel was as light of foot as a wild gazelle. Asahel pursued Avner, and in going he did not turn to the right hand or to the left from following Avner. Then Avner looked behind him and said, Is that you, Asahel? And he answered, It is. Avner said to him, Turn away to your right hand or to your left, and grab one of the young men and take his armor. But Asahel would not turn away from following him. Avner said again to Asahel, Turn away from following me. Why should I strike you to the ground? How then could I look Yoav, your brother, in the face? But he refused to turn away. Therefore Avner, with the back end of the spear, struck him in the body, so that the spear came out behind him, and he fell down there and died in the same place. As many as came to the place where Asahel fell down and died, stood still. But Joab and Avishai pursued Avnil, The sun went down when they had come to the hill of Ammah that lies before Gia by the way of the wilderness of Givon. And the children of Binyamin gathered together after Avnel, and became one band, and stood on the top of a hill. Then Avna called to Yoav and said, Shall the sword devour forever? Do you not know that it will be bitterness in the latter end? How long will it be then before you ask the people to return from following their brothers? Yoav said, As God lives, if you had not spoken, surely then in the morning the people would have gone away, each from following his brother. So Yoav blew the Shofar, and all the people stood still, and pursued Israel no more, and they fought no more. And Avner and his men went all that night through the Arava. They crossed the Yarden, and went through all Bitron and came to Machanaim. Then Yoav returned from following Avner, and when he had gathered all the people together, Nineteen men of David's and Asahel were missing. But the servants of David had struck down many of Benjamin and Avner's men, so that three hundred sixty men died. And they took up Asahel and buried him in the tomb of his father, which was in Bethlehem. And Joab and his men went all night, and the day broke on them at Hebron. That was 2 Samuel, or Shmuel Bet, chapter 2. Now our portion today from the writings is Psalm 77. For the chief musician, to Yedutun, a psalm by Asaf. My cry goes to God. Indeed, I cry to God for help and for him to listen to me. In the day of my trouble I sought the Lord. My hand was stretched out in the night and did not get tired. My soul refused to be comforted. I remember God and I groan. I complain and my spirit is overwhelmed. Selah. You hold my eyelids open. I am so troubled that I cannot speak. I have considered the days of old. The years of ancient times. I remember my song in the night. I consider in my own heart. My spirit diligently inquires Will the Lord reject us forever? Will he be favorable no more? Has his loving kindness vanished forever? Does his promise fail for generations? Has God forgotten to be gracious? Has he in anger, withheld his compassion, Selah. Then I thought, I will appeal to this, the years of the right hand of Elion. I will remember the deeds of Yah, for I will remember your wonders of old. I will meditate on all your work and consider your doings. Your way, God, is in the sanctuary. What God is great like God? You are the God who does wonders. You have made your strength known among the peoples. You have redeemed your people with your arm, the sons of Yaakov and Yosef, Selah. The waters saw you, God, the waters saw you, and they trembled. Even the deeps quaked, the clouds poured out water. The skies resounded with thunder. Your arrows also flashed around. The voice of your thunder was in the whirlwind. The lightnings lit up the world. The earth trembled and shook. Your way was through the sea. Your paths through the great waters. Your footsteps were not known. You led your people like a flock by the hand of Moshe and Aaron. That was Psalm Orteilim 77. Today's portion from the Apostles is Luke chapter 3. Now in the fifteenth year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, Pontius Pilate being governor of Judea, and Herod being tetrarch of Galilee, and his brother Philip tetrarch of the region of Iturea, and Trachonitis and Lysanias, tetrarch of Abilene, in the high priesthood of Anas and Caiaphas. The word of God came to Yohanan, the son of Zachariah, in the wilderness. And he came into all the region around the Jordan, proclaiming the immersion of repentance, for remission of sins as it is written in the scroll of the words of Ishayahu the prophet, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Every valley will be filled, and every mountain and hill will be brought low. The crooked will become straight, and the rough ways smooth, and all flesh will see the salvation of God. He said, therefore, to the multitudes who went out to be immersed by him, You offspring of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Therefore produce fruits worthy of repentance, and do not begin to say among yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I tell you that God is able to raise up children to Abraham from these stones, Even now the axe also lies at the root of the trees. Every tree therefore that does not produce good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. So the multitudes asked him, What then must we do? He answered them, He who has two coats, let him give to the one who has none. He who has food, let him do likewise then tax collectors also came to be immersed and they said to him rabbi what must we do he said to them collect no more than that which is appointed to you soldiers also asked him saying what about us what must we do and he said to them extort from no one by violence neither accuse anyone wrongfully be content with your wages now as the people were in expectation and all men reasoned in their hearts concerning Yohanan whether perhaps he was the Mashiach Yohanan answered them all I indeed immerse you with water but he comes who is mightier than I the strap of whose sandals I am not worthy to loosen he will immerse you in the Ruach HaKodesh and fire Whose fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly cleanse the threshing floor, and will gather the wheat into his barn, but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Then with many other exhortations he preached good news to the people, but Herod the tetrarch being reproved by him for Herodias, his brother's wife, and for all the evil things which Herod had done, added this also to them all, that he shut up Yohanan in prison. Now when all the people were immersed, Yeshua also had been immersed, and while he was praying, the heaven was opened, and the Ruach HaKodesh descended in a bodily form, like a dove on him. And a voice came out of heaven, saying, You are my beloved son, in you, I am well pleased. And Yeshua himself, when he began to preach, was about thirty years old, being the son, as was supposed, of Yosef, the son of Eli, the son of Matat, the son of Levi, the son of Melechi, the son of Yanai, the son of Yosef, the son of Matitya, the son of Amos, the son of Nahum, the son of Esli, the son of Nagai. The son of Mat, the son of Matitya, the son of Shimi, the son of Yoseph, the son of Yehuda, the son of Yohanan, the son of Resa, the son of Tzuravel, the son of Shaltiel, the son of Neri, the son of Melechi, the son of Adi, the son of Kosam, the son of Elmodam, the son of Er, the son of Yehoshua. The son of Eliezer The son of Yohim, The son of Matat. The son of Levi. The son of Shimon. The son of Yehuda. The son of Yosef. The son of Yonan. The son of Eliakim. The son of Malea. The son of Mana. The son of Natatah. The son of Nathan. The son of David. The son of Ishai, The son of Oved the son of Boaz, the son of Salmon, the son of Nachshon, the son of Aminadav, the son of Ram, the son of Chizron, the son of Perez, the son of Yehuda, the son of Yaakov, the son of Itzhak, the son of Abraham, the son of Terach, the son of Nahor, the son of Serug, the son of Reu, the son of Peleg, the son of Ever, the son of Shelach, the son of Kenan, the son of al the son of Shem, the son of Noach, the son of Lamech, the son of Metushelach, the son of Enoch, the son of Yared, the son of Mahalalel, the son of Kenan, the son of Enosh, the son of Shet, the son of Adam, the son of God. That was Luke chapter 3. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you will be reading 2 Corinthians chapter 1 today also. Well, that concludes our readings for today. I I hope that you've noticed and perhaps also have enjoyed the readings of the first book of Maccabees that we're also posting to go with each night, uh, two chapters a night with each night of Hanukkah. This is something that we've done on this podcast for several years and, um, It's always exciting to hear the story and to be reminded of the events that happened in those days at this time of the year. So I pray and hope that you have a blessed Hanukkah if you're celebrating with your families and uh, that you will be strengthened and encouraged by the Word of God. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.